Hey guys, it's Rob and Sean, like usual. Yeah. Um, this, we're going through a little bit of a, like you're going back in time, basically. Time travel. This was an older episode of this show when it was called Something Different. That, that's pretty much all you need to know, I guess. Easy enough. Um, it was reviewed in a past life. Deal with it. You want to listen to those? Go back and listen to them. I don't know. I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's up to you. Yeah, but now we're, Uploading these in the order that they aired? Yeah. Incorrect air date. Yes, yes, which is chronologically correct, so that's why you have this one. That's all you need to know. Just just listen to it. You don't care. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. And welcome to another episode of Gers Burns, your weekly Goosebumps Review Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I am Sean. And it's that time again. It's another installment in the monthly Midnight Society. And I like that we can just do whatever we want for these. We don't have to follow a structure because yeah. we just pick episodes we want. So we wanted to watch The Tale of the Dangerous Soup, so that's what we're watching. Yeah. This is one of my favorite episodes, like, hands down. Yeah, this, this is just a good-ass episode. Yeah, it's, like, perfect, basically. Yeah. The episode starts off, and we see the Midnight Society taking turns yelling at each other, and they're saying, like, what makes them scared, basically. Yeah, well, they're they're telling Frank all of their fears. <laughs> yeah, basically. Frank <laughs> looks super cool, too. He's wearing, like, a flannel with his sleeves cut off, like usual. Oh, yeah. But he looks real cool. Yeah, he looks so tough. they're going through, like, they're afraid of birds and... Like slasher movies, just like dumb stuff. And Frank admits he's afraid of the dark. So like at this point, I feel like everyone kind of just needs to go home because it's like the age-old question's been answered, you know. Well, I think they already figured this out in an episode. Well, he is indeed afraid of the dark, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, he he finally admitted it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the story starts, and we see a kid in an empty room with just a chair and two fans. Like, yeah. it's a pretty spooky room. It's just like a chair, it's like a metal chair, and then, like, just some industrial fans. Yeah. Suddenly a door opens, and we just see a gargoyle. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, it knows what scares you, yeah. in case you're not yeah, sure. just in case you don't know, Dr. Vink makes sure to let you know. Yeah. And uh, next we see a snake crawling all over his leg. And does this guy die or something? Because, like, we don't see him again. Yeah, they don't they don't show his fate, so I'm assuming he was scared to death. Yeah, that's why the soup was so good. Yeah. That's we'll get to the real yeah, we'll, soup. We'll, well, that's the whole point. The whole thing takes place at a, a restaurant, and customers are just going to this restaurant for the soup. Yeah. It's called the Dangerous Soup. Mm-hmm. Something, it's like something in French, but it translates into the Dangerous Soup. Yeah. Apparently, it's like 100 bucks a bowl. Yeah, $100 only, for a bowl of soup. Only one per customer, though. That must be some good-ass soup. Yeah, dude, it tastes like fear, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's good. Um, so we see Jersey and Nani in the kitchen, and Jersey is trying to have another taste of the soup, and she's just, like, reaching into somebody, like, a customer's soup to eat it. Yeah, like, before they're, before she's about to take it out there, she's about to just take a spoonful and yeah, know, just try but, it. But Nani stops her, and she's like, you know, you'll get fired if you have another taste of the dangerous soup. And then this kid just bumps into her, and he just has, a like, a bucket of knives. Yeah. <laughs> and here we learn that Jersey is scared of knives. Yeah, she's like, I'm not picking those up. I don't touch knives. I wonder if that'll come into play. I don't know. 
Suddenly we see Dr. Vink walk out of a hallway, and he's, like, being applauded. Yeah, he's being applauded, and everyone's, like, high-fiving him. If I saw a chef that looked like this, I'd instantly start throwing up. Yeah, he's, like, the, I, he's the hairiest person on the planet. He looks like he's just wearing pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? And apparently, He's, like, he's got can, a gold medal on, too. Like, yeah, he, well, like he's a fucking Olympic gold medalist. Well, it's like a gold measuring cup, so it's like, that guy must be a really good cook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh cut to the next day, and we see Eddie Vedder walk in, and he's just looking for, like, the job opening. Yeah. His name's Reed, and he just doesn't fucking care. He like, doesn't care. He, like, like, he wasn't dressed even semi-professional. No, and she's like, like, hey, how are you? And he's like, I'm looking for the whatever the fuck this place is called. And she's like, oh, okay, about the job? Yeah, I guess. Like, he just doesn't care. Hey, like, what do you guys do? We're a restaurant. <laughs> Why are you here? He has no idea. He's got a ponytail. Yeah. He's wearing like ripped up jeans, a flannel, and here we learn he's had a lot of jobs. Well, he doesn't have the ponytail yet. Oh yeah, just, just shoulder length hair. And it's funny too because she's like, "So what'd you do before this?" I've had a lot of jobs. It's like that doesn't answer what I just said. That doesn't answer a lot, and you're only like what, maybe twenty at the oldest. I don't even think he's 20. I don't think he's even supposed to be 20. Everyone in this episode is kind of older than the usual, though. Yeah. But then Reed Big meets Dr. Vink, and he's just a dick to Vink. Yeah, he's like, because Vink's like, yeah, I've got this awesome soup. He's like, what, am I supposed to be impressed or something? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, that's not and, how you act when you want a job. No, especially with the guy that owns the business. Yeah. And uh he, then he does the normal stuff. He starts walking away because Vink's going to show him the soup, and he's like, this guy's a fucking nutbag, of course. Yeah. And Vink gives him a tour of the kitchen. And Vink's kitchen's super funny, though, because it's just like a laboratory. There's just little, like, vials of Gatorade and stuff and then onions. So it's yeah. like, well, it must be soup. Onions, or it must be a kitchen, you know. Potatoes. Yeah. Potions. And he lets him taste the dangerous soup, and Reed digs it. Oh, yeah. Thinks like if you try to get another fucking taste, you'll regret it. And then Reed just looks him right in the face and he's like, "You don't scare me." Like this kid needs to get his ass beat by Vink. Yeah. And Vink still gives him the job too. Like I would yeah. just be like, "You don't get a job because you're a fucking dick." Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. Just get out of here. What's funny is though, next we hear that Reed took the job because he doesn't have any family and he's all alone. <laughs> and he's alone and he really needs money. That's literally what what Frank says is like Reed needed the job. He didn't have any family. He's all alone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, bummer, dude. <laughs> like, he's just all alone. He does stuff on his own, you know? Yeah. He's all quiet. Like, he, we see him carrying bags of onions. And then, like, uh, Nandi's like, do you need help? And he's like, oh, no, I don't, I'm good. It's like, you can, you need help, man. Just ask. You don't need to carry all these onions by yourself. Yeah. Even though I think in this case he does, because he actually works in the kitchen. She's the hostess. Yeah. So. But uh here we learn that a lot of people mysteriously quit the restaurant. Yeah, they just kind of quit for no reason, just randomly. And the way Frank, because we, we get some VO and, like, Frank's talking about it. And what's funny is he's like, they find out a lot of people just quit. Huh, how strange. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was thinking, Frank. Yeah. And uh one night while the restaurant was closing, Reed sneaks another taste of the soup, but Dr. Vink catches him. Nani backs him up, though, and she's like, oh, he was just cleaning the stove. Like, then why is his face covered in soup? Like, he's like, you could tell he's swallowing something. Yeah. And um, so they walk out of the kitchen. Reed stops uh, Nani. He's like, thanks for being really cool since I got here. He's like, you've been really nice, and I've been a slug. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like they need to kiss at this point. Like, the sexual tension's killing me, man. That's what I was hoping for. Well, here we, we learn, too, that he's just used to doing things on his own. I'm not used to people being nice to me. It's like, yeah. <laughs> super funny. Look, like that's hands down going to be our clip at the end of the episode. It's so funny. Trying to have, like, a heartfelt moment. Yeah, well, in the background, too, the music is like... Like, it's like... Yeah. Um, it's so lovely. And uh next, uh we see Dr. Vink in the kitchen with Jersey, and Jersey's, like, banging on shit, and he's like, dude, stop. Yeah, well, he t- like, t- he's, he's making her wash dishes now because she's too fucking loud, obviously. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what, I'll make you my protege, I'll show you how to make the soup. So he's like, here, follow me this way. And then he just locks her in the spooky room. Oh, it's a, it's a freezer. She's like, but that free, that freezer's always empty. So apparently people have access to this freezer. They know there's a metal chair in the freezer, but they don't think it's weird. Yeah. So he pushes her in there, basically, and he's going to scare the soup out of her, Yeah. (laughs) essentially. A giant blade swings down by her, like, I wish it just chopped her in half. She's annoying. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Reed and Nani see what's going on, though, and they're like, let her out. And then uh, says something, and I think uh, Dr. Vink is like, oh, you you can't go in there. And then Reed just threatens to beat his ass. So he's like, whatever. Every time someone goes through this, is it necessary for Vink to... To say, like, it knows what scares you. Like, yes. yes I don't, I don't, is it, are those the magic words? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. And they <laughs> they open, or Jersey, they go in there and they get Jersey out of the room. And uh, Reed's like, dude, tell us what's up. So Vic tells him how it's a talisman that can feed on fear, and it reaches into your mind and recreates your deepest, darkest fears, and that it draws your fear in liquid form, like an elixir. Yeah. And Vig says, when you taste my soup, you're tasting fear. And that's not a taste you'll soon forget. Yeah. It's like, okay. And Reed is like, you know what, I'll go in there, man. He's like, you're a bitch. I'm not not afraid. Yeah. And his act works, he's like, I said you don't don't scare me. (laughs) (laughs) So, So Reed goes in there. And here we find out that Reed was an orphan who was raised by his uncle. Mm Mm-hmm. And cut to inside the room, and then we just see a coffin. Yeah. Uh, Reed goes to open it, and his dead uncle's just chilling in there, and then his eyes just bulge out of his head, and he grabs him by the throat. Yeah. <laughs> like, because apparently, apparently he, Reed's uncle was, uh, he like hit him and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was like, your uncle was a very mean man, or something. Yeah. So, but maybe he raped him, maybe he just hit him. I'm not sure. And Nani opens the door, and then the gargoyle just flies out. And then Vink's like, shit. (laughs) She just grabs his coat, and he's like, I have to go fucking get that gargoyle. So he runs out the door. But then, like, the talisman just comes back in, like, two seconds. Yep. It's like he didn't even leave. No. And they're upstairs to see a window break, and then we just see a snake crawling out of it. So it's the same snake from earlier. Yeah. They're just getting double duty on this snake. Uh Well, Nani goes into the spooky room. Oh, yeah. Well, and like a like a strong gust of wind like blows her into it. Yeah, and what we learn <laughs> is um because in the room Reed's like, There's not nothing in there, he's not in there, don't be worried about it and she's like, I'm afraid of dark small spaces. It's the room that scares me. Yeah. I was hoping like obviously this isn't possible, but I just really wanted Ghostface to come out and just, just try to kill her. Yeah, because we didn't mention it, but Nani is Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was only four years before Scream. Yeah. I think she was on uh, 
what was that fucking TV show she was on in the 90s? Charmed? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's just say Charmed. Oh, um, Party of Five? Sure. Yeah. I think it is Party that, of that Five. That sounds right. Yeah, I think it is. I, th- I think she might have been on this, like, while she was on that. She was on Dawson's Creek? Yeah. That's weird, though, because I think... I didn't look up her her birth date, but let me see. I'm just curious to see how old she was during this. Because everybody on these shows, like, it's really hard to gauge how old they are. 30. She was 30? She was 30. During this episode, she was 30. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking at oh. anything. I thought you were actually looking at it. I was going to say, holy shit, dude. Oh, you know what just popped up when I was looking up the episode? Huh. Um... The you may also like Ghost Rider. Remember that show? Yeah, the show fucking sucked. Yeah, it was real bad. That was on for three years. Wow. Huh. For Are You Afraid of the Dark, it's people who like this also like Ghost Riders, Eerie Indiana, Goosebump, Curves the Cowardly Dog, and Fringe. <laughs> Fringe? <laughs> Fringe. Oh, okay. This is so stupid. But she was born in 73, so in 96, she was 20, or 94, she was 21 years old. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, she was on Party of Fives. And she was also in Wild Things, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, An Amish Murder. Hmm. Okay. I'm that was on she was on uh, a TV show called Sea Wolf. No idea. Um, let me see what else she was on. Her first, she was in the Kids in the Hall for one episode. Uh, a movie called I Know My Son is Alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she was, well actually Party of Five, this was in 94, Party of Five started in 94. But she wasn't on it, I think, and I don't, I don't fucking know. She must, I think she must have been on the same time. She was also in Wild Things, that movie where the girls make out. <laughs> yeah, they, they make out and stuff. I never saw that movie, I don't think. I, I don't think I did either. Man, they make out in it, though. Totally. Dude, I'm going I'm to watch it tonight. Yeah. And tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let me get back to my notes. <laughs> I don't know where we left off at. <laughs> I don't know. Nani's, uh, Nani's getting scared in their room. Oh, yeah. Nani's in the spooky room. The walls are closing in. And uh, Reed's like, you got to face your fear. It's not real. He's like, oh, wait. I got to face my fear, too. And he runs out of the room, and then there's just a coffin standing up. Yeah. His uncle comes out, and he's, like, drunk stumbling. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, fucking <laughs> walking around like Frankenstein. His legs don't work. No good. No. That's what's the and uh, he's reaching for Reed, and then Reed goes to, like... Goes to, like, hug him. <laughs> he goes to punch hug him. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he was trying to do. I think they had to make it seem like, oh, he went through him, but it's like he could have just tried to punch him and go through him. But, yeah. but apparently uh, that helps when you try to punch hug a ghost. I, I guess he, he was going in for a loving embrace, and then he disappeared. Yeah, so it's over. He faced his fear. He runs back into the room to get Nani. A doctor vinks at the door, and he just locks him in the room, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to keep you guys in here forever. Yeah. I love endings like these. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, he's like I plan on being in business for a long, long time. And then he, <laughs> yeah, and then, then he laughs maniacally. 
like Dr. Vink does. Yep. And then it goes back to the group, and uh, Tucker's like, oh, I'm not scared or whatever, and he runs away. And Oh, because Frank uh, had a box. He was like, yeah, I'm afraid what's in this box. He should have put his dick in it. Yeah. But then he's like, oh, he runs away, and they're like, oh, what's in the box? He's like, exactly what Tucker's afraid of. Nothing. And then that's it. Yeah. How many Garys are you going to give this? Uh, 40. We could also or actually, I'm, I'm going to give it 100. Say, yeah, we could say how many exposed Frank biceps are you going to give this? Oh, two. Two? Okay. So, yeah, you give it 100 Garys, though? Yeah, for every dollar think, you have to pay for the soup. Exactly. I'm going to do 100 as well. It's just a good episode, man. I want to try this soup. We should make this soup. Gotta find people to scare. And we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go find some savages in the rainforest and steal their fucking talisman. I'm down. Gargoyle. Well, I think we should do that. Yeah. It'd be worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't like soup. I'm not that big a fan. No? It's alright sometimes. Why don't you like soup, man? I'm just not that into it. I don't know. Huh. So you would not eat uh, any of this dangerous soup then? I'd eat the fuck out of the dangerous soup. I'm not, like, against it, but I'm not. I'm never like, man, I, I'm in the mood for just soup. Uh, I am quite a bit, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I like soup. It tastes good. It warms my throat up. Like in deep throat stuff. Yeah. Like in deep throat sausages. I only eat it with sausages. I guess that's good. Yeah. Is there anything else you think we should hit on? I don't think so. It's probably just right to the point, because there's, like, nothing really to make fun of. It's just a good episode. No, it's just good. <laughs> just fucking go watch this shit. It's on YouTube. Watch it, it is. I think everything is on YouTube, though. Uh, you'd be surprised. There's some stuff that's kind of hard to find. Huh. Well, I have to try to fix that one day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of work for every, for other people. Yeah, it's... I'm not going to, but I expect other people to. Yeah, everybody else should, man. Yeah. That's what's important to us. I think I'm going to watch Wild Things, though. Yeah. Do you know what the story of it is about? I, I don't fucking know. It's uh, a police detective uncovers a conspiracy behind a case involving a high school guidelines counselor when accusations of rape are made against him by two female students. Sounds sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Kevin Bacon shows his dong in this movie, too. I think you, like, can accidentally see his dong. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Now I have to watch it. Yeah, you got to freeze frame it. Oh, dude, there's a uh, a title on IMDb that's just called Twists. So it's like movies with twists in them. (laughs) Why would you list those? (laughs) Then I I know to expect something. Yeah. Is the Sixth Sense on there? Um, let's see. Just six cents better be on there. It has to be, because that's spooky. Um, (laughs) Shutter Island's on here, but that should be on here like five times. There's like nine twists in that movie. Yeah. Um, What about the usual suspects? That is, yeah. What about Old Boy? Yes. Usual suspects is actually number three. What do you think number one is? Sixth Sense. Nope. The Happening. Nope. <laughs> I don't think the Happening was really a, tur- a twist. It's Fight Club. Fight Club? Really? Yeah. Yes. That's weird. Yeah. Just dull Fight Club. 
Six Cents is rated 35. Unbreakable is 32. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? American Psycho? What's the twist in that? You might, know from the might, you know from the beginning he is though. Well, he might not have actually done all the stuff. That's kind of I don't I don't know if I really call that a twist. Yeah, the others. That's just a shitty movie. <laughs> Repo Men. Yeah, fuck that movie. Mm, next, Nicholas Cage. I guess that's a twist if you haven't seen Brazil. Frailty. Is, is Brazil on there? Yes. Okay. Frailty. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Saw. <laughs> Saw. Oh, yeah, I guess the first one. Counts. Seven. What's in the box? That's not really a twist. The number 23. <laughs> and Secret Window, Donnie Darko. Oh, what about Identity Man? Uh, I think it is on here. <laughs> The Life of David Gale. Do you remember that fucking movie? I don't know if I ever actually saw it. I forgot that movie existed. Yeah. Watchmen. Cypher. Lucky number 11. The Butterfly Effect. (laughs) (laughs) Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds fucking sucked. Seven Pounds. Oh, the the movie where Will Smith killed himself (laughs) in a bathtub with with a jellyfish. Yeah. Fuck that movie. That movie fucking sucked. It has seven and a half on IMDb. Really? Yeah. That movie's a pile of garbage. Yep. Just objectively speaking, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Identity is on here, too. Okay. So is Inside Man, Angel Heart. <laughs> Matchstick Men. Yeah. Anthony Zimmer. Anthony Zimmer. Anthony Zimmer. Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> There's what? Twist. There's another one just called Twist Ending Movies. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> that, that, that list sounds funnier. Yeah. Uh, Sixth Sense, Usual Suspects, Shutter Island, The Others, Psycho, Saw, Fight Club, Twelve Monkeys, Planet of the Apes, um, Prestige, Seven, The Game, Open Your Eyes, Primal Fear, Identity, Donnie Darko, Secret Window, uh, Essex Sends, um, 13th Floor, Drag Me to Hell, The Mist, Mulholland Drive, Buried, Memento, Skeleton Key, Arlington Road, Frailty, Wild Things, Six Souls, Scream, Lucky Number Eleven, and Passengers. Hmm. I wouldn't call Scream a twist because that, that's just leading up to you figuring out like who the killer is. Like That's not a twist. Well, they might be thinking like, "Oh, it actually was her boyfriend, and this, or uh, not her, or no, it was this dude." And you know what I mean? I still wouldn't call it a twist. I've never seen Lucky Number Eleven. Is there a twist in that? I don't know. I know I bought it at Blockbuster for a dollar, so I should probably watch it. <laughs> well, now you know what to expect. Now you know there's something happening. Now, now I know there's some kind of twist. You're gonna be on the edge of your seat just expecting it. I know. Beautiful romantic movies. Oh. Masterpiece Films. I don't even want to click on that because it's probably the most pretentious fucking garbage. I'm sure. I'm sure a bunch of Terrence Malick movies are on there. <laughs> Let's see. Beautiful romantic movies. Somewhere in time. Priceless. If only. Casablanca. 
As you guys might remember, we did review Casablanca. <laughs> so far, the only one of these I've heard of is Casablanca, and I don't, I hate that movie. Gone with the Wind, Titanic, The Shitty. Notebook. Shitty. Edward Scissorhands. I guess that kind of counts. Before Sunrise, An Affair to Remember, A Walk to Remember. The Mandy Moore movie? Yes. Wow. Well, the one where she dies of cancer, or he dies of cancer, somebody dies someone, of cancer. Someone dies of cancer. Yeah, somebody dies of cancer. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Is Tyler Roman. Perry's Temptation on there? Uh, probably. Everybody gets AIDS. Notting Hill, Love Actually. That could be a twist also. I bet a bunch of these movies have fucking Hugh Grant in them. Oh, I guarantee it. Um, Ghost, City of Angels, The Lake House, that one where she's just mailing stuff to dead dude. <laughs> uh, fuck. The Time Traveler's Wife. Slumdog Millionaire, Serendipity. No, these people are stupid. I'm not gonna lie though, I am a sucker for a good list. Yeah. But every time I see these lists though, it's just always stupid stuff. Yeah, these tend to be shitty lists. Oh, always, yeah. Cause these people are fucking stupid. It's not like they're anybody that actually has like, talent in like ranking things. It's just like, I like these. I like these movies, these are good movies. The best Tom Hanks movies. Let's see. Forrest Gump. The Burbs better be number one. It's not. It's Forrest Gump. What the fuck? Philadelphia Castaway. Saving Private Riot. Toy Story 3. Big. Apollo 13. You've got mail. <laughs> That's a fucking pile of garbage. It's number 11. It's before Turner and Hooch. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> The Da Vinci Code followed by Angels and Demons. <laughs> I think those are basically the same movie. I think they are. Um, is Angels and Demons supposed to be better than The Da Vinci Code? I, it's just a sequel. Okay, so it has a higher rating. Yeah, maybe maybe Ron Howard figured out what he was... Maybe there was more of that, uh, that albino dude. No, oh, Probably. We saw that in theaters. <laughs> we we didn't see Angel of Demons. We saw uh, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, we saw the Da Vinci Code. And then we were so bored that we both got popcorn, even though we don't like popcorn. We just got up and got popcorn, and then we just started, like, putting a bunch of different stuff on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we just played with the seasonings, and, like, we probably refilled our drink, like, 30 times. Yeah, that's all we did was just eat popcorn, that we eat something we didn't like, mm -hmm. and then just drank pop and oh, it just sucked because it was at star taylor and like they just had the pop machine fucking out in the open so you could refill it yourself yeah that was awesome Too bad i missed that I, about i wish they just open it as a dollar theater they should like it's just sitting don't. there empty it turned into that shitty ass like what was it spotlight or something yeah i think i only went to one movie there when it was spotlight if that Mm, I, yeah, I think that's all I went to it. I don't even know if I even went to one. I think I must have, but I'm not sure. I know I went to one. And then... It's just shitty. I just never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. So, uh, as always, I guess we'll stop talking about local movie theaters that <laughs> three-fourths of our audience has no idea about. Yep. So, as always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at the real Fred Durst. I'm at Shitman Brett Fart. At Gersmurms Pod. Gersmurmspodcast.com. YouTube.com slash Gersmurms Podcast. Rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. Tell a friend. Um, 
go to our website, click on the Amazon referral link, buy, buy some Christmas presents for your friends and family, and give us a little kickback. Um, sign up for Hulu, watch, didn't you say Macabre's on Hulu now? Yeah, that movie's fucking sweet. So, sign up for Hulu for the free trial on us. And it, it, it got subtitles, Macabre. though, so I, I had to read it. That, that was amazing. Oh. I hate that's I, a deal breaker I for hate, me, man. I hate having to read movies. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a deal breaker. I didn't know I have to read this. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait. You should just wait till the DVD comes out. Maybe there's a dubbed version. I'll just wait till the US remakes it. Yeah, that, I'm sure that's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Like the old boy remake. And IP man, aren't they coming out with a remake of that? Fuck, probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Or is it, is it, or is it Ip Man? Whatever Ip, they call Ip it. Man. There, I think there are coming out with one of those. I, I'm not. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. That's. I don't know. I, I hate reading, so yeah. that's fine. I don't. You know, this is America. We don't look at. We don't read our movies. We watch them. I guess they cut the old boy remake down. Like it, it was supposed to be over like two hours long, and they cut it down to like a hundred minutes. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like two and a half hours. Hmm. I don't know if that's a good sign. I know Josh Brolin wasn't too happy about it. Yeah, something tells me it's going to be, like, probably just a lot of stuff happening and just being like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if he still fucks his daughter in this one. Spoiler hopefully. alert. Yeah, hopefully. What's weird, too, is, like, kind of like when we saw, um, like, Jonah Hex. Like, that's one of those movies where if it was, like, longer, it might not be as shitty as it was. I don't know. <laughs> but- that was a pretty bad movie. <laughs> It was bad, but that's one of those movies where it's like, maybe if they gave it, like, another 20 minutes. <laughs> maybe if it wasn't, like, 72 minutes. Yeah, like, if they, like, you know, didn't rush everything. Yeah. That's probably what Old Boy would be like, just all rushed. Probably. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, and actually, I don't think it looks too bad. I don't know. No, it looks cool. But we'll see. We will see. And we'll probably just be disappointed because we're actually, like, not thinking it's going to suck. Uh-huh. Just like everything else that'll let us down. Yep. Most, most remakes. Most of everything usually lets us down. I wish they would just stop remaking good, like just remake old shitty movies. Yeah, remake bad shit. Yeah, like when they remade The Fly, because the old one doesn't exactly hold up. Oh yeah, and like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Like I like the one with, uh, fucking, what's his name? Rick Moranis. Uh, yeah, Rick Moranis. That was awesome. Yeah. Just do that. Stick to that. That uh, idea. Yeah. Don't remake the, the ones that nobody like. Fucking crow. How long have they been trying to remake the crow for? Are they still ch- still trying to do that? Yeah. Just get Sting to do it, man. <laughs> yeah. Just have Sting do it. And you can you just hit people with baseball bats. They <laughs> should just get Sting to do it, and then he can die during the movie too. Yeah. Uh. They should just get Sting, though. What's the big deal? Just ask Steve Borden. He's not busy. Yeah. Ask TNA Hall of Famer Steve Borden. Oh, I th- I heard that they're remaking the Left Behind movies. Like, you know the Christian, uh, those Christian movies starring Kirk Cameron? Absolutely. Starring Nicolas Cage. No way. This, these are going to be the best movies ever. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Are they actually going to, like, be in theaters, or are they just free to I believe they're going to be in theaters. Oh, man. Dude, I'm so excited. Like, as long as Kirk Cameron's still producing and they're fucking insane, I'm going to love it. Dude, we have to go to, like, the midnight releases. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. I'm going to go. We'll I'm going to bring. I'm going to bring. I'm going to go to that, uh, 
that fucking veteran's place, go get a free Bible. Yep. Oh, yeah, there is a place by us that just gives out Bibles. They're yeah. just free. Because what are books? A quarter and then Bibles are free? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Why have we not gone there and just got a box of Bibles? I don't know. I'm going to give a Bible to everyone that I don't like for Christmas. Yeah. They make good stocking stuffers. They really do, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I've been reading the Bible. It's a good read. Mm-hmm. It's a good Very one. truthful. I, I believe everything. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's dumb. Free Bibles are cool, though. Yeah. I'm into it. Oh, yeah. So, is there anything else you kind of want to hit on, or are you good? I don't think so. I think we're good. Okay. So, free Bibles are good. Um, Nicolas Cage remakes are always good. Oh, Nicolas Cage anything is good. Yeah. Nicolas Cage, hopefully he punches and kicks some women in this one. I hope so. I hope he gets raptured and punches God. <laughs> That's what I hope. Fuck, that'd be so cool. I don't know, dude. I'm starting to think Wicker Man might be my favorite. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so good. It might be my favorite. It uh, used to be Con Air or like Face, Face Off, Off, like ones that are like actually cool. But I think Wicker Man might have might have taken that over, man. Uh, Wicker Man is pretty good. Um, I was about to watch Snake Eyes the other day, but I uh, didn't have time. Snake Eyes, eight, I like eight millimeter. Yeah. Isn't that because this guy's, like, making snuff films or something? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Man, I, I wish he would just get another castle. So he, he hasn't been in a movie in a while. I know. He must have paid off one of his castles or something. Yeah, buy another castle so you're just in everything again. Yeah. Please. I'm surprised he's not in, like, more direct-to-DVD movies. He's in quite a bit. <laughs> I haven't seen any lately. One of his direct, one of his directed video movies was actually pretty sweet. I forget it's which. That's the one with John Cusack and Vanessa Hudgens, right? Oh no, that that one actually is pretty like a uh, Frozen or something. But there's another one where like this dude's just all fucked up. That one's called Frozen Ground, I think. I think it, yeah, it's Frozen Ground, but uh, I th- it might be stolen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's stolen, stuff. but that one's actually real sweet. It's the whatever the one is where he's in like New Orleans and he's like. Is he running on the front or something? I think so. If that's the one I'm thinking of, I'm, I'm da- I know the cover for Stolen, but I don't remember if that's the movie I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, it's, it's it's him running, and it's like the front of him running or something. Yeah. So that was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Did you buy that from Blockbuster for a dollar? I probably bought it from Family Video for four dollars. Yeah, I have to, I'll have to check that one out too. I'm just gonna like have just a fucking Nick Cage day and just watch like Snake Eyes and Eight Millimeter, just all the ones I haven't seen in a little while. You said Blockbuster's going under? Yeah, man, I think they're all gone, aren't they? Uh, by the, like, by the end of, like, January, I think they'll all be gone. About fucking time. Yeah. Family Albert. video's still going, though. Yeah. Fucking booming. Yeah. Didn't you say the last time you were there, though, they weren't selling anything? Uh, <laughs> they, they had something going on where they, they had, they, uh, put all the rentals for a dollar for some kind of, like, customer appreciation bullshit, but now everything's back for sale. Oh, so they just killed all the stickers off? <laughs> yeah. yeah nice. Because I, I asked, like, the dude that worked there, he's like, yeah, man, our, our rentals went way up. Like, yeah, maybe you should just make them a dollar all the time. Yeah, so that was the thing. They were like, oh, we'll just make it. So, like, everything was just getting rented. It's like, yeah, because you're not charging a stupid amount. Yeah, because you're not charging $4 to rent a fucking movie. Yeah. Just make it a dollar and more people will rent. Fun, funny how that works. I 
make it a dollar, even two dollars. If you just had it like, or just a dollar a day, like if you were just charging just put like red box charges. Yeah. Like, yeah, come, you can get a dollar a day. And if you don't bring it back, you're going to get fucking charged. Yeah. That's oh, what happened. Weird. You, you lowered your prices and more people came. Weird. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think that happened like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, um, I think I got to, I got to go, man. I got to watch some Nick Cage stuff. Yeah. We're done. I got to watch Snake Eyes. Yes, you do. See you guys. Bye-bye. I finally got the guts to say this to you, so. I've always had to do things on my own. And I'm not used to people being very nice to me. And, um, I'm sorry. See you later. I love you,